Justin, we're back with another action-packed finale episode of Steaming Podcast. Back where it all began. Literally, back where it all began, we're sitting in a parking lot on the side of I-26. We just had some barbecue, and we're recording the last episode right back where we started, where we recorded the first episode. How's it feel? Well, some might be thinking, why are they doing that? Didn't they buy all this fancy microphone equipment and all that? The answer is yes. But this is the only place where apparently my voice can be fully heard. Well, yeah, you're right. Now, I told you I teased a little bit of a surprise. I actually had to lure you out of your cave in order to record this podcast. You did. You're right. I said, when can you record episode six? And you said, what did you say? It wouldn't matter. If I said something to the effect of, I don't know, or I might not even responded. I don't. <laughs> you, you didn't for a day. You said it won't matter. I'm going to sound like Kenny from South. Park. That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> but the surprise. I have a surprise for you. So the surprise is that I was able to download all of our old episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I found someone that specialized in audio restoration. They were able to fix. of the audio, Hmm. and I've already downloaded the episodes, and I've already put them up. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I'll have to go back and listen. Or, yeah, I'll have to go back and listen. Yeah. That's not what I expected the surprise to be. (laughs) Are you disappointed? A little bit. What did you think the surprise? You said, in my mind, all my worries are going to go away. Well, it seemed like that's all you worry about, the audio on this (laughs) podcast. That was just one small thing. I had a lot of hopes, but no, I I mean, I, I appreciate you looking into that. I felt bad, obviously, because we've invested some money in equipment and denim jackets and <laughs> trucks. And, you know, I, I don't want you to running feel shoes. like... Yeah, running shoes. I did buy some running shoes from a lawyer. But I didn't want you to feel like you were getting the short end of the stick. So, Fiverr, $17, got it all fixed up for you. Now, I will say, I will say, it's not perfect. You're not going to sound like Joe Rogan, but now... It's passable. For a season one of a podcast, I think we both sound pretty good now. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to sound like Joe Rogan just as long as I sound like a human. Well, I, I, I can settle for that. You sound like a human. You sound like, you don't sound like Oscar the Grouch in the trash right. can. Well, that's good. How's that? Because, yeah, I, I was listening back to that last one, which I had so to tie hopes for because it was such a great dream story that I told, you know, and I, I appreciate Ty putting in a little music in there like we asked for. But then, you know, you hear yourself talk and sound like I'm talking into a cup. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. But that's, you know, that's part of it. You, in life, especially in business, you know, you think you have something solved and you don't. And you got to, you basically have to keep going back to square one, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just part of it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I had accepted it. I had accepted it. What did I say to you? I said, you know what? Let's just make it a theme of the show. Every time we record, let's just have the audio sound like crap, <laughs> jokingly. But then that's the way it happened, except for episode one, which is here we are right back now, sitting in this probably 85 degrees and climbing. Oh, it's right. going to get hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get hot because we recorded episode one, I guess, back in February. Yeah. So it, so we're going to sit here and it's going to get hot. Obviously, because of the interstate, we can't roll down the windows. Yeah, you want your old window down. So oh, these people are just like, man. 
you got to listen to this podcast because these guys just cannot get right. No. <laughs> <laughs> they start by flipping couches on Facebook and they never really get out of that. They use some of that money to buy audio equipment, but the audio equipment doesn't work. It doesn't work. Why are we listening to these people? <laughs> and literally, each episode, the audio gets worse. It's actually gotten worse. The first episode we did, my sister-in-law said, you know, what I was really impressed with was how good the audio was. <laughs> and she hasn't said that ever since. She's like, man... Justin's really gone downhill with this Bledsoe character. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, you know, long story short, I think this is the easiest way to record these things. I, I don't know. Like, there are so many different methods out there, so many different programs and whatnot, but this is old faithful, tried and true. So this is what we're going to stick with. Now, the next thing we need to talk about, we left on a cliffhanger last week where we were discussing our business plans, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we had gone through this couch flipping business, very good, very lucrative. We've got a little bit of a nest egg. You and I have batted this around literally for months now mm -hmm. because we know, like, we know what we want to do. Well, I'll say this. We know what we don't want to do, right? What do we not want to do? Well, we don't want to basically be out there absolutely killing ourselves and, right. and breaking even. Like, that's something right. you and I have talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could get out there, we could mow yards, we could get out there, we could sell widgets on Facebook or whatever, but we really want this to be, like, kind of a deep dive into entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. how to get started, how to scale. That's a big part of this is how to scale, how to make it bigger. So we know from businesses that we've been involved in and seeing things that the only way to really make something work is to make it scalable, make it something that can grow, that can be replicated and really just kind of take off the ground floor and become very popular. Correct. Yes. Okay. So like my dynamite drop in after a long monologue there. Oh yes. Well, I mean, you're free to you're free to talk. As well. Oh no, I just I just I wish I had more to say at that point. I just beat you down over. Just beat me down. It's like I, nobody's gonna be able to hear me anyway. And I can slowly start shrinking that name on my logo. So eventually, it's gonna be Andrew sitting in a car talking to himself. Yeah, and it, I won't even be here anymore. I'll have different characters. Pretend like somebody's responding. You laugh. And what do you think about that, buddy? Well, I think it sounds really good. And really, really young. <laughs> That's kind of how I, how my life goes anyway. So it, it'll be the norm. The voice in your head answering back and telling you what a great idea you had. Yeah, start a podcast with Justin. It'll be great. So, so you had a great idea about six months ago. Gosh, you know what? It's not been, it's been, it's been like a year and six months. This COVID stuff has got me backwards. So it's almost been two years now. And how crazy is literally every time I say, oh yeah, that was last year. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was like two years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. COVID is like erased a year. Yeah. So you had a really good idea that I kind of riffed on. Mm -hmm. You did. And we came up with a pretty good, solid business plan. I had what I thought was a pretty good idea and you've kind of, you've helped me out with it and riffed on it a little bit. So basically what we have is kind of an AB test. Yeah. I've got what we're going to call Andrew's idea mm -hmm. and Justin's idea. Okay. Two separate businesses. 
Now we're both going to help with both businesses. Like it's not you against me or whatever, but it's like, maybe it should be. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, I think that you're going to be, I think that you're off to a running head start on mine. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't want we'll to see. I don't know. I'm in the hole. I might feel that way if my audio was consistently good on these podcasts. Well, it's going to be consistently good. And here in about 15 minutes, we're going to be pouring sweat. I mean, I'm already like sweating. I'm, I'm burning up. <laughs> I keep thinking about opening the door. It is so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> and what I keep thinking about too is like, maybe it's the heat, but like, well, I don't know. Probably shouldn't say anything. We got this guy off fiber to do this, this audio revamp and yeah. you paid him how much? $17. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> We'll talk about that. Might be a little bit more. Might be a little bit more. Mm. It, was, it, it was very affordable. And I went through, I basically sent this file to a bunch of guys. And I said, look, my buddy's audio sounds terrible. He is very depressed about this. Can you fix it? <laughs> and then, and really, this is the one guy. He's actually someone that I did not think I was going to reach out to. But he did it. He fixed it. He did a really good job. Now, I will say that episode five, I think, still is about the same. It's, it's a little bit better. That was but, my best showing. Oh, well, I know. I mean, I guess you just have to re-record it yourself. <laughs> but anyway, back to the business ideas. We have one other thing on that. Oh, one more thing on that. So now I figured it out how we have our listeners who are in, what was it, Ireland, Bulgaria, and Germany, right? Those are the three countries where yeah. people listen to the podcast. It's probably the guys that you've reached out to on Fiverr because a lot of these guys on Fiverr are overseas. They're just listening to their their finished product. Yeah, maybe it's not really fans. Well, let me just put that to bed for you because none of these cats that I have working for me are in any of those. <laughs> now, if it were Pakistan, India, and Buenos Aires, maybe. <laughs> Buenos Aires. But no, and we picked up Bulgaria. Did I tell you? Yeah, I saw Bulgaria. Okay, yeah. So we're good. We're good. These are international listeners. These are international businessmen that are listening to our podcast while they're going across the Atlantic Ocean making big business deals. I mean, yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. Yep. We're saying, listen to these two idiots. The audio <laughs> gets worse every time. Well, about making it in this business. This is terrible. Okay. So my idea versus your idea or comparison of the two, both of these are in the consumer space. What I want to do is I want to set up as per the usual, you're going to go first and really wow. And then I'm going to come in with my idea and everybody's going to be like, ah, that's kind of crappy. But <laughs> let's talk about your idea. So I'm going to turn it over to you here. Well, maybe you should go first. If you think mine's better, we'll end on a high note. Well, that's like not, George Costanza. That's not the worst thing. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. You sold me on it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm checking my time here. I'm trying to make certain. Man, we got another 20 or 30 minutes sitting in this car. Oof. Gonna be right. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a scorcher. I wish we had a thermometer in here. Yeah. Well, we don't. Okay. My idea is eco-friendly phone cases. How does that strike you? It strikes me. It strikes me. Okay. Well, now you're not my target demographic because you've never. (laughs) Who cares what you think? You've never used a phone case in your life. That's not true. I think every phone I've ever seen. There's a case on this phone. Well, I mean, but that's not like a real case, is it? I mean, it's just like a little sleeve, you know. 
But as, as now, as I look at your phone, you got a couple of nice, good cracks there. Oh yeah. Well, the one before this one was completely shattered. I remember. And the only reason that I stopped using it is because I dropped it in the bathtub when I was giving my son a bath, and then it stopped working. I was fine to carry on with a shattered phone. I mean, look at this one; it's rose gold. Wait, you dropped the phone in the bath of the shattered phone? Yeah. Jeez, that's the only reason it really stopped working. See, this is my point exactly. This is even more. This is a, this is an even worse problem than I thought. These people out here dropping their phones in bathtubs with children. I mean, it was for like a split second. Did it shock him? Dude, it didn't. No, it didn't shock him. That's a myth. So that's an old wives' tale. What's an old wives' tale? Dropping a phone in a bathtub is going to shock you. Is that a real wives' tale? I've never heard. I mean, I've heard people say that. I don't think it would really shock you, would it? It's your son. Let's call him. What? <laughs> he dropped his phone in the bathtub too. Oh. So he you're giving you a small jolt, but I don't think it would like. I, I doubt it. I'll test it later. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my idea is eco-friendly phone cases. What is an eco-friendly phone case? You ask. Well, glad you asked. It's oh, a, sorry. What is an eco-friendly phone case? And thank you. So a, an eco-friendly phone case is a phone case that is biodegradable. Once you're done with it, you take it. You just throw it out the window and a bird can use it as a, you know, as a nest or. Well, I mean, could you do that? Yes. It would be better for the environment than a normal plastic phone case. Okay. So there's something like, I don't know, 1.6 billion phones in the world, right? And they're replaced every 18 months. And you got a six billion in the world, something like that. Yeah, that surprises me. I feel like that number would be higher. Why? Well, because there's what eight billion people in the world. Well, there's close to eight billion. But what you may not understand, Justin, is that there are a lot of people that aren't as privileged as you or I in the world. There's, you know, we're a very lucky minority. Let's talk about that. Okay. What? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I <laughs> I understand that. I get that. I'm not saying. I, I know that probably sounded like people are like, oh god, yeah, this guy thinks everybody has a phone. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, do you think there's there's 7 billion people that don't have a phone? Yeah, probably. I mean, you got to figure a lot of those are kids and some of those are older people. And then you've got people that are in, you know. Is that, is that doing anything for you? I'm, Andrew's using his hand to like fan himself. I just, I don't see how it's doing anything. In his culture. So, and that figure may not be 100% correct, but 1.6 billion phones, I'm pretty sure that's the number that I read, like that are basically active. And I just feel like that's a low number. Well, maybe it's a low number. If it's a low number, that's even better for me. So yeah. these phones get turned over about every 18 months and they need cases. Most people have a phone case. Obviously, you are not one of those people, but most people will use a phone case. Most phone cases are like $60. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So I go to Verizon. I'm already spending all the money on the phone. They're like... Now you need a case and you, you need a screen protector. Yes. I'm like, okay, how much is that going to be? Uh, well, plus tax about $85. Um, you know, I just spent what? $600 on the phone. Yes. No. Okay. I'm not spending $85 on a phone case. What if you spent $20 on it? Now we can talk. What if it was sh shipping is free? Even better. And you have the peace of mind that your purchase is not going to harm the environment in any way. Sounds like a trifecta. Perfect product, right? So that's what I thought as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I started researching this about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, really. 
And I thought, man, these phone cases, you can get these things cheap because you can order them for, I mean, I don't want to say because I'm probably going to have 20 or 30 new competitors overnight, but you can get them cheap. Yeah. Like super cheap. So I took a little bit of money and I bought an assortment of these cases and I researched some ways to get them out there. So what I settled on was Amazon FBA. What is Amazon FBA? Amazon FBA is Amazon fulfilled by Amazon. It's basically okay. Amazon Prime. That's what you want to look for too, fulfilled by Amazon. Basically, if it's not fulfilled by Amazon, mm-hmm. it's an issue. If it's not Amazon Prime, well, this allows you to be an Amazon Prime business, right? It will also be taxed. Yes. Yeah, and they, they do handle all that stuff for you. Your tax and your shipping, obviously, is the biggest thing. All you have to do is you get these products in, you ship them to an Amazon fulfillment center. They give you all the addresses and everything, and then they put it up on Amazon. You're in charge of creating the listings, advertising, and that sort of stuff. Okay. So long story short, that's what my business idea is. It's called, get this, Case Hands. How does that hit you? Explain why case hands. Well, because I was once told by someone that you should always invest good money in things that come between you and the rest of the world, right? So like, perfect example, your shoes, your mattress, the clothes that are on your back. You want to invest good money in the things that basically your body interacts with. Now, what's one of those things that you touch more more than anything? is your case and you touch it with your hands, hence case hands. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now that's what come up with that. I did. And I've, I've gotten a lot of flack over that name because everyone's like, well, I really don't like the name. What's the name mean? That sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously didn't know what it meant. Here you go. Now, you know, so casehands.com, uh, casehands.com, this is a lot of business. It's up. You can go and buy your iPhone Pro 12, iPhone 11, iPhone 12 phone case from casehands.com now. And as I mentioned, this is a business. So right now I'm breaking even on it. I've probably put, I would guesstimate a couple thousand dollars into it. Like if we were going off of our nest egg, I've probably put about 2K into it. I've probably gotten back out about 2k so i'm okay. even okay. but it's a very hard road to hoe because everybody sells phone cases they're cheap and there's a low barrier of entry so everybody's doing it not everybody's doing the eco-friendly thing though interesting pella case is a big competitor of mine pella p-e-l-a yeah what is that one all about same thing same difference okay the difference is they're a canadian company and their guarantee is a little bit different my guarantee is you send the case back to me, I replace it, no questions asked. Their guarantee is basically you have to pay to ship that back and all this yada, yada, yada. I'm more of the vein of if you let me know that you've got an issue with it, I will ship you a new case. If you want to return that case, great. Otherwise, if you just want to go recycle it, that's fine too. The good news is with the eco-friendly case is that by recycling this thing, you can literally just plant it in the ground because it turns to soil within three years. Really? Potting soil. Yes. Hmm. Have you, obviously, you haven't been doing this for three years, but have you buried one in the ground just to see? In fact, I have. Really? So the big question I get is, so how long do the cases maintain their integrity? Well, the answer is, 
for three years. So I have one that I check on every once in a while. It's in my backyard and it's been there for about, I would say 16 months Mm -hmm. and it's still maintained its integrity. It's still, it's dirty as I'll get out, but it's still works. It's still a, a, a nice case. So after three years of the case, I mean, I'm sweating. I mean, it is I'm hot and I feel a little like I'm going to pass out. Well, don't do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh man, I'm sweating quite a bit. I can feel it running down my head. Well, but I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take, we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to start this vehicle here. Okay, so how do you feel now? Well, much better, much better. So for a moment, we thought we had lost the podcast because we turned the AC back on. 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 <laughs> we turned it on, and it seems like we're doing okay. We also recorded about 20 seconds of the podcast on the car stereo, which would have been hilarious because it sounded terrible. <laughs> It'll probably convert to that. It'll be like, we're back. Yeah, and oh, much better. <laughs> Cooler than cucumbers here. Yeah. So we're learning where the potholes are. Yeah. We're learning what we don't know. So anyhow, I was saying K-Sans, eco-friendly phone cases, turn to potting soil within three years. I've had one that I've been testing. It still maintains its integrity after being buried in the backyard for like 16 months. It's a, a zero carbon purchase. And this is going to be big stuff. Like within the next year, you're going to see a lot more businesses. You've already seen the plastic straws going away and stuff right, like that. Right. You're going to see more and more things go away as far as plastics. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I agree completely. My question is, so whenever you, you have this buried in the backyard, do you have it buried like in the yard or is it like in a pot, like on your back deck or something? No, it's in the backyard. So do you go out there and like dig it up each time? Yeah. So what do you think that looks like to your neighbors? They're like, there's that Bledsoe guy. He's going out there to check that hole in his yard again. What do you think he has in there? Well, here's the deal. To me, it would look like this guy has killed someone, buried them in the backyard, and he's so nervous they're going to be found that he goes out there and checks on it. So that's like the... It's eating away. It's the telltale heart effect. You've heard telltale heart, Edgar Allan Poe. It's that sort of effect. I'll tell you why that's not a concern of mine. Okay. So my neighbors, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast prior. My neighbors are new. They're here from uh, California. Mm -hmm. They have moved to Tennessee in the great Tennessee migration of 2021. And they basically without, I don't want to like give away like who these people are, but they come from big tech. They moved here to Tennessee. They have a lot of big time California ideas. I guess would be the thing to say. Like they did a perk test on the soil and a couple things like really? Yeah. They basically tested. So I have watched them dig in their backyard. Oh man. So if they're watching me dig in my backyard, I mean, Hey, it's, you're like, Hey, what are you doing? They're like, Oh, we're testing the soil. They're like, what are you doing? They're like, well, I buried this, I buried this phone case down here. Wanted to see if it was still there. <laughs> yeah. That's nowhere even remotely on my radar. If that's the strangest thing that they see me do, after living beside me for six months, they're doing pretty well. And they and he's out there in his silky underwear again. Oh yeah, they definitely sent me out, see me out there. But here's the deal: so this gentleman who moved in beside us, he's from another country, and he thought he was from California. 
Well, by way of California, but he is from basically Europe. And there is a practice in his home country, and I can't remember what the name of it is right now, but it's called Walking in Wind. Google Walking in Wind for me. We're going to talk about this. It may take a minute because I'm out of data. Jeez Louise, <laughs> how are you allowed to have a phone? <laughs> Dude, I, I am. First of all, this is like iPhone 7. Gosh, should I just do it on my phone? It's rose gold. Yes. And what am I Googling? Walking in wind. Walking in wind. Yes. Now, there should be a word for this. It's too far. So far, it shows a bunch of people walking against wind. Well, because your search. Well, because my Google search automatically goes to images right now for some reason. I don't know. Like, immediately goes to just images. I've never met someone that has more trouble with that technology than you. I don't have that much trouble with technology. I just, it's just not up to date. One Direction, Walking in the Wind. Okay, but there's a... Pra- no, just keep scrolling. We can't spend forever on this. So, everything comes up. Harry Styles, Walking in the Wind. Oh, my gosh. this We're really going off. I'm going to have to do this. So, I mean, you all heard me. You all heard him say Google Walking in the Wind, right? Walking in Wind. Walking in Wind. Okay, so walking in wind term. Maybe that's what I need to do because it pulled up one direction. Okay, here we go. The Dutch word. How do you say that? How do you think you say that word? Between. Utween. Weetween, maybe. So anyway, this is a basically a practice that can help you lower stress and boost your energy, according to this article. So this, be, this might be our lowest point. <laughs> They're like, they have the little doll clothes. That was weird. I stuck with them. But this walking in wind stuff is getting out there. So, Litween is the process of walking outside, walking in the wind, connecting to the earth. And this gentleman practices this. Okay? Hmm. So, he does this. Is he Dutch? I mean, I don't want to say. I don't know. I Maybe. Well, I guess. It's a Dutch word. Well, maybe he's Dutch. Let's just say he's Dutch. But he goes out and he walks in wind. He doesn't have shoes on. He walks through his fields. So he has stopped mowing his yard in the traditional Western sense, and he has like blocks of fields that he walks in. Now, how do you know that this he's practicing Utuin? Maybe he's just out walking around. He doesn't have shoes on, and he is from this country. And on top what country of country is he from? Jeez, Louise, are you the NSA or something? Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out how you got to this conclusion. Well, but he's practicing. I have, I read between the lines. It's just that is dry. That is the most far-fetched thing I've ever heard in my life. So, by some guy walking around with no shoes on outside, you came to the conclusion that he's quote walking in wind or utoing, as we've said. It's a big thing over in Europe. I know that you're not as connected with the European scene as I got. I mean, I got somebody who listens in Bulgaria. See, they're going to know. These people in Europe are like, why is this guy giving him such hell about Utween? I'm (laughs) Utweening right now. I'm walking in this field. Actually, they're probably sitting there saying, like, it's pronounced Utwan. (laughs) Utwan. Utwan. Crazy. Like, these idiots. But that's the most out there, like, assumption I've ever heard in my life. If that's the most out there assumption that you've ever heard me make, then you just, you must all listen. I mean, you've made some out there assumptions. I'm usually right, so, too. I'm uh, pretty right. Unless this guy has said to you, oh, yeah, have you heard of this Utween? If you ever see me out walking around, that's what I'm doing. But if he's just out in a field walking around barefoot, 
who are we to assume that he's practicing this ancient Dutch Utui? He is. Oh my God. He is. I'm going to have to come to your house and ask this man. I'm going to be like, have you ever heard of Utuin? He'll say, how, how, do you, how do you know about Utuin? It'll probably be like a cuss word. I'll pronounce it round. It'll just wow. roundhouse me. Very Long story short, in a very roundabout way, this gentleman would have no reason to question me about my backyard activities when he is doing these soil tests and all this other stuff. What do you think that he thinks you're doing? If you think that he's out there practicing Utuin, what do you, th- you think you're doing? He's like, oh, these crazy Americans. He's out there practicing digging dirt. <laughs> Dig dirt. <laughs> Dig, Dig dirt. dirt. I mean, I don't know. They probably don't care. He probably literally has never thought two seconds of it. Like, how did you even come to this word? How did you ever I had this? I had read about it a couple years ago, okay? Okay. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting because it's this this idea of walking outside and, and you'll know, like I'm certain people listening will know what I'm talking about. When you're outside and the wind knows when you're outside <laughs> and the winds blow it, it's a good feeling and you're sure. walking in the wind. Well, that this is a Dutch word for it. It's walking in the wind. I mean, the whole podcast isn't going to be called walking in the wind. There must be a Dutch word for it, everything. If there's a Dutch walking in the wind, is there a Dutch word for walking on the road or walking on asphalt? I mean, yes. Or walking through the woods. I mean, I don't know. And there's some deep meaning behind that? Probably. I just don't know how you come to this conclusion. I read an article about it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he's like, honey, I know what he's doing. He's out there practicing that Utuin. That's literally what happened. <laughs> that is what happened because Rachel was like, what do you think's going on? What's he doing? He's out there. He's walking without shoes on. Blah, blah. I was like, this is what he's doing. And I explained it to her. And she said, yeah, you're probably right. Really? And it's like, sorry. oh, yeah. Well, maybe that's why you guys are made for each other. Well, because she, most of the time, listens to me. I mean, I'm listening. I'm just not comprehending, I guess. Uh, well, that sounds like, a, sounds like I'm the idiot. That's a problem that I've had about. <laughs> yeah. Is getting on me here. Just, just, <laughs> just in general. Hey, just remember one thing, Andrew. Sounds like you were right all <laughs> <laughs> See? See? <laughs> I'm going to have a dream about that later, and that's what you probably are. <laughs> so, anyhow. Back to what we were talking about. Jeez Louise, this got off, off the rails. But so KSANS, eco-friendly cases, they're online right now, KSANS.com. That's what my idea is. I'm going to tell you, it's not going great. There's a lot of competition in the space. There's a lot of just Amazon FBA is kind of a lion's den, if you will. Mm. The advertising is expensive. The fees are expensive. Everything's very expensive. And I don't think it's going to make it. Well, I mean, how much inventory do you still have? You still have quite a bit of inventory? I've got probably four or 5,000 phone cases. Oh, wow. That many, huh? A bunch. So why don't you try this? Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah, see, it's difficult because they're at Amazon's warehouse. Oh, okay. But I can do it through Shopify, which I have done. And you can buy them through Facebook. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I could make that work. I don't know. But the long story short is that they're at Amazon, they're available. I sell them on caseands.com. They're on Shopify, so people can just come to the website and buy them. They don't have to buy them on Amazon. But, yeah, I don't feel great about it. I need to try one and get one for myself, because like you said, I don't really have an actual phone case. Well, then, here's your chance, because all scheming podcast listeners can get a free Casehands phone case with the code... (laughs) 
What's the word? What's the Dutch word? I don't want to. I can't think of it. Who's Wayne? Type in promo code Oodween for 15% off. Do you really want to make it Oodween? We can. Are you being serious? Oh, I'm being dead serious. No, you can't make it Oodween. Why not? Because nobody's going to know how to spell that. We'll know how to spell it out. We don't even know for so free case. Nobody's going to write that down. Here, this is important because we're going to find out. Code phrase walking in the wind. We're going to find out how many people are listening and how many people are listening intently because you can get a free case. If you've got an iPhone 11, 12, iPhone SE, iPhone 6, 7, 8. All right. I you can get case. a free case right now, a free eco-friendly case from Case Hands using the code walking in the wind. No. Ootween. U-I-T-W-A-A-I-E-N. Again, that's Ootween. <laughs> U-I-T-W-A-A-I-E-N. Enter that code, casehands.com. Free case. I'll even cover the shipping. How's that sound? So for real, you're really gonna absolutely. I've got nothing to lose. Oh man, I really hope the person who listens in Bulgaria does that. And the shipping, it's like three hundred dollars. Blows up like the the Google algorithm catches us saying this word. And it's like oh, it's advertised it to all these people that are in Europe and now right. a free phone case. Well, the the good news is we we got rid of a lot of phone cases. The bad news is we're in the hole. Two hundred thousand dollars. We're broke. Okay, so anyway, that's my idea. If you want to try out one of these phone cases, use the code Oogween. And if you have a better pronunciation of the word, send it to us. Write it. Do we have a Facebook page? Well, we do have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram, or we had an Instagram. And long story short, I don't want to get into it, but it got shut down by Instagram. Why? I don't want to get into it. Well, I've got to know now. Well, honestly, to bring things full circle, I opened up an account with a Dutch company of all people. This is so bizarre. It is. But there's something there's something else at play here. I don't know. But anyway, I was using this program that this company had to manage this social channel, this Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they shut down all the accounts I had hooked up to that. And I'm in the middle of it right now, getting it all figured out. It's a thing. But long story short, yes, we have a Facebook scheming podcast. I know what happened. Drew Bledsoe called up and said, hey, really like to have that scheming handle. I'll send you a case of wine. And I thought he was. Sounds good, Drew. <laughs> You've got the address, bud. So, anyway, Wayne, free case, casehands.com. I'm going to Google that. it. Google it if you have to. I'll get the code set up once I get off this podcast. I'm going to do that. Because I'm going. Good. All right. Get a few. Is there a limit? I mean, I'll probably set a limit of like two. Okay, so I'll get two. Code word Uween. I like Code word Uween. Okay. So now that we've gone through all that rigmarole, I want you to tell us about your fantastic idea that's probably going to make millions of dollars. So the idea originally originally was to start some kind of a business where you have your tailgate experience for a football game or whatever, anywhere you're going to go and like do a tailgate before an event. So football games, some basketball teams even do this yeah. now. I mean, really any sort of outdoor sport. Mm-hmm. Conceivably, you can do it for any sport where the fans care enough to like go and like have a beer and hang out or so before sure. the game. You just have to find For a non-alcoholic beverage. Or whatever. Or whatever be. you want. Water, you know, whatever you want to do. If you just want to play games, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But, okay. So the idea was to have 
there's many different ones that do something similar to this, but they're very over the top, right? Like expensive, like DJs and, you know, food and like tables and, you know, catered basically. And you pay, you know, top dollar to go to these coordinated tailgating events. And these things do exist. So my thought process was, what can we do to shrink it down to the everyday fan, maybe not the diehard fan who's going to go and set up a camper and all this stuff and, you know, have this huge cookout grill for, you know, hundreds of people. Maybe you just want to go with three or four people. Maybe you're a last minute person who, hey, I want to go to the game. I'd like to tailgate, but, you know, I don't have room in my car or I don't want to have to deal with it afterwards or whatever, whatever the case may be. So the idea was that we would essentially take care of that for you. We had tried to partner with a local university here. Well, we did. We did partner with a local university. Well, we were we were definitely right there on the, on the doorstep. I mean, you you shook hands on the deal. It was a done deal. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. I don't know if it was... Just... They're on the hook. You said you saw the guy out one night. He said, oh, there's my business partner. Oh, any... any ground i had made just got destroyed just now <laughs> no i mean i mean yeah so here's the deal we had a couple meetings they were going pretty well mm-hmm. and then what happened then COVID happened so we were basically when we pitched the idea COVID was kind of in its i don't want to say at its peak but it was really starting to hit the ground running maybe what june we had this conversation with them may june of last year Earlier than that. Maybe a little earlier than that. Anyway, it was like right around COVID. They, I remember that they had not canceled football yet. That's they how not. early. Because he was trying to say, well, we're probably going to be able to have it. So it really hadn't gotten that bad yet. Correct. People, this is still when we were t- saying things like, oh, it'll be gone by April, that sort of stuff. Correct, yeah. So, you know, but they did have the hang up of, well, we don't even know if we're going to have a football season. So let's see. So, but yeah. Do we have a deal in place? No, absolutely not have a deal in place, but we did have two conversations with the assistant athletic director and, you know, he seemed to be on board. We sent a lot more information. It seemed like it had a really good chance to at least get, to at least give us a chance to try it. Not saying that it was going to, but it could have. Well, and Andrew says it was, but yeah, I don't you, know. We talked about ETSU, Milligan, Tusculum College, Tusculum University rather. Carson Newman, Appy State. There's a lot of universities around here right. where this could possibly go over really well, right? Oh, absolutely. So, and basically getting back to what the idea was, is like you could either incorporate it into a ticket price or, you know, you could have us set up shop, so to speak. I think that would be a little bit more difficult. What I was thinking was ETSU, we'll use that as the example. We have a handshake deal with them to say you give us... 20 spaces somewhere, you know, near the stadium and you can advertise on your website, hey, for an extra 150 bucks, 200 bucks, something along those lines, probably about 200 bucks. You can have Amazon Prime. There goes the truck right now. Oh, it's probably just shot full with case hands. Shots full with case hands. Oh, Lord, just can't, can't type in the word. What's the word again? Ooh, we can't type it in fast enough. Oh, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? I mean, you were talking about the fact that for an extra 200 bucks or, or for $200, somebody could basically get this spot. Right. Okay. So, and now you and I, we had a difference of opinion about that because you were real big on that idea. That was the idea. Don't let Andrew fool you. There was nothing. His idea wasn't getting in there. <laughs> but 
what I wanted to do, yeah, I'm joking, but what I wanted to do was have it so it was already built in. So basically, ETSU had no risk. Um, you know, they weren't going to pay us up front and lose money. So that's why I think it was kind of enticing to them because like, hey, you do this and we'll give you, you know, X amount of what you sell on the ticket and then we get the rest, right? Yes. So the only thing they're getting is they're getting extra money. They're going to sell those spaces and those tickets no matter what, but if they don't sell the tailgate package, so what? They're not out any more money except for the cost that might have put to advertise it on their website. So basically... What you would get for that 200 bucks, let's say you had four people, or uh, we could probably even do one where it was for two people for 100 bucks or something. There was a couple of different ideas we threw around. Well, for the sake of this, we'll say for four people, 200 bucks. Obviously, you had your tickets, and then you got like a ETSU-themed canopy tent. Which we bought. Which we bought. We And we have pictures of this where we pitched the idea to them. A grill. Um, table. A table. Cooler. Cooler. ETSU branded. ETSU branded. Mm-hmm. Chairs. Chairs. Everything you need. Everything you need. In addition, we were even throwing in like, what we do? Connect Four, Giant Connect Four, and Cornhole? Well, we had Giant Jenga, which is still in my storage Right. Giant Jenga. That's Giant Jenga. Cornhole boards. So basically, you call it, we'll bring the stuff out to you. Basically, anything you would want need for a fun little tailgate for you and a couple of friends. Yes. And we had talked about the idea of having a concierge that would come out with... Yeah, this is where it went off the rails for me. But this is he, got, he got crazy with it. See, this is where you have a concierge that comes out with your beer, with meat, with hamburger buns. Be, you you kind of get into the weeds with that, though, because then you don't know if these people are 21, they got this space and all that. And you, you just get up. There's too much light. Well, fair enough. We'll get there. But the base of the idea is you want to tailgate, but you don't know how. Pay us 200 bucks. Show up, literally just bring you and your wife, kids, and your wallets. Mm-hmm. Walk on, and you're done, right? Like you Walk you're, up. Yeah. We, we've already got it set up by the time you get there, and all you have to do is leave whenever you're ready to go to the game. Just walk off and leave it, and we will take it all back down. So you don't have to mess with it at all. Do you think we'll make money? I think so. I mean, I think once you have your initial startup costs of buying all the stuff you would need, and let's say, what, those canopy tents are around 150 bucks. We priced it. I think that I spent three hundred dollars. Okay, all in. We probably have maybe have three to five hundred dollars per space. Yes. Okay. So we charge two hundred for the space. We get, we'll say, one hundred and fifty of that, and each issue gets fifty of that. Or you know, we'd figure that part out. So I think we did the math, and I think we would make our money back at least by the end of the first season. Yes. So then, once you make your money back, then you have, then you have all the stuff. You're just making profit. So it's a very small, I feel like it's a small enough investment. Your margins are, are high enough to where you can make that money back pretty quick. Yeah. Because if you're, especially if you can do it down for 300 bucks, then you're getting your, your money back in what, two? And two? two yeah. Because, and because you're only doing home games, right? Home games. Because you can't do waste. So we'll say maybe six to eight games. We'll say, we'll say seven games a year. Yeah. We'll say 20 spaces, 20 times 200. Is what four hundred? No, that's not right. Four thousand. I've been terrible at math. I'm not even. We're not going to do the math on. <laughs> but I should have done the math before. But like anyway, <laughs> the point is, is that yes, you can make money off of that fairly quickly. Yeah, there's some startup cost to that for a small, but a small investment. I mean, honestly, you go into Sam's Club, which is where we bought this stuff. 
I mean, you've got 2K, which is what we've got. Mm -hmm. You walk in and you say, I mean, what I would do is I would say, I want to sign up for a Sam's card and I'm going to max it out. Yep. And I'm going to use that to buy these whatevers. I'm going to keep my cash. I'm going to use that to make the payment. And then I'm going to start, you know, getting a cash flow in every week with this business. Yeah. And something else you could do, and you're talking about concierge and meets and all this stuff. Once you got established with the bare basic package, maybe the next year you say, okay, for an extra X amount, we can have you your own person to go run and go get beer, run and go get food. You know what I'm saying? Like basically have add-ons to that. Sure. But you don't want to water it down too much because the beauty is in the simplicity, in my opinion. Like- yeah, I want to go. I want to get this package. I don't want to be hit with like, oh, $25 more, you can get that. Oh, $30 more, you can get this. Like, no, I just want the canopy tent, the chairs, the grill. It should be simple, fun, fun clean. Yeah. No. And, and plus, if you're just four friends or like, I'll say two couples, okay, 100 bucks each. No problem, right? Or, and then we even, I think the part we started talking about more was not more of adding things on, but taking things away. So let's say that you and your buddy are like, hey, let's go to the game. Oh, I'd like to tailgate. Oh, okay, well, I don't want to go do all that. Do you have anything I can just, what, could, what 50 bucks get me? Oh, we'll give you a, a cooler and a set of formal awards for 50 bucks. You know? Okay. Cooler full of ice. So it's almost like when you go to the beach, it's almost like renting like a surfboard, renting a right. we could. That's where we would actually be there set up with just some coolers or just some cornhole boards and stuff like that. Yeehaw truck. When you talk about me looking off to the rail, like you just like a, like a, a squirrel with nuts. And I don't really work for what I was thinking, but I, I lost it there. But, uh, yeah. So again, I lost my train of thought. Well, I'm doing that. I'm the, that's how I'm, I'm keeping you boxed in here. This is, he's been holding me down. First it's the audio. Now I get on a roll. And he, he's pointing out Yeehaw trucks and Amazon trucks. What was I saying? You were saying that you basically oh can come up to this stand yeah. that's there at William Green Stadium mm -hmm. that has somebody working there says, hey, guys, what do you need? And they say, oh, we need a cooler and a set of cornhole boards. Here you go. What's a cooler and a set of cornhole boards? One, please. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it's a great idea, but you're depending on the university to support that ecosystem. And I'm personally, I don't like that side of it just because I'm afraid anything's everybody's out to get him. Oh, <laughs> all the people that are, all the people that are out to get me are listening to this podcast. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> He's on to us. Oh no. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. You're just, I think you're depending on the good graces of the university to help you out. And maybe they will. Maybe it works out well for them because they're making money too, right? Right. Yeah. And and plus it's like another thing that makes them look good too. Because I think at that time we were even pitching it as like a social distancing. Tailgate. We were going to include masks. And, yeah. And do all that. all that stuff. And then it, and then everything just kind of went to hell. Then their, yeah. Then their season got canceled and that was off the table. But. So here we are again, a year later, and we're going to attempt that again. So we have a, a Facebook page, Bar Brothers. We have an Instagram. That's one that hasn't gotten canceled. Yes. And on that, the Bar Brothers, originally the idea was just for tailgates. And then we realized, well, how can we make this a, a year-long thing? Yes. So we also have like backyard movie night rentals. Exactly. Backyard Nerf War and kayaking. Yeah. All that stuff. So there's a bunch of little packages you can rent on there for like a little day, 
fun things. Day adventures. Day adventures, yeah. Things you might not want to purchase because you're like, I'm going to use this one time. What am I, what am I going to store this kayak? You can just, you know, rent it one time. Yeah. Uh, and be done with it. And that website's up too, right? Barbrothers.com. It is up. It is up and running. So both of these businesses are up, ready to take money, ready to service the good people that listen to Scheming Podcast. Now, there's no sports where you can go and watch a game yet. But once that starts back in probably what September, I think in fall it's going to be full swing. I think it's going to blow up, and this and we're going to be a good we're, time. We're going to catch the the wave, yeah. And that's also coincidentally when we're going to come back with season two of Schemer, and we're going to also for any of you little schemers out there who are trying to think about stealing the Barrow Brothers idea it is trademark and patent pending. Yep, and we've got several lawyers, high <laughs> powered Greenville, Tennessee lawyers, will come to your door and. Deliver you a cease, cease and desist. That's our going to be our new slogan. Cease and desist. <laughs> All these great ideas that we have, people are going to start popping up businesses. We're going to say, hey, cease and desist. Couch King, cease and desist. <laughs> I met with my lawyers last night. So, yeah, I mean, I think both of these ideas are, are good ideas. I don't think anyone could really thumb their nose at either of these ideas. They're worth a shot. Well, they will. But long story short, I feel like they're both worth a run. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to be doing a lot of work over the summer, mm-hmm. come back in September, and we're going to be in the thick of it. We'll be able to say, hey, here's what Case Hands is doing. Here's what Bar Brothers is doing. Come along with the journey. And then we're going to scale those businesses. Absolutely. And maybe sell them. Ideally, <laughs> that would be ideal. Uh, we definitely both have high hopes for both of them. Like I said, last year, COVID really threw a wrench into our plans, but it threw a wrench into a lot of people's plans. I'm sure. Andrew and I both can sit here and say that we are very fortunate and blessed that we did not feel the effects of COVID as badly as many other people did. So uh, I'm everybody in my house lost their job, including me. Well, I did not feel the effects of COVID. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin is out here living life and I'm like, everybody's unemployed and we've got kids to feed and rents to oh, don't even. It was like a country music song for a long time. It was more like a country club. <laughs> uh, could, let's be real. While Andrew got quote unquote laid off, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. He comes back, he shows up in a new like two, two, 2021 Toyota Tacoma, which is what we're sitting in right now. Well, it's, and it's a sport. He gives his fiance a new, uh, oh, well, let's throw that in there as well. Yeah. It's a sport package. <laughs> he gives his fiance a new, a new car. I didn't buy that car. She bought that car. Well, you said she lost her job and she did. She went and bought a car. Okay. So there's that. And then what else was it? There was something else. A denim jacket. This other jacket, iPhone. You know. I mean, we can't stop living life. We have to. Can't stop living life. So he, you know, he wasn't. If anything, he came out better. Well, that has yet to be said. Well, listen, it's been, I'm very proud of us for the simple fact that we shipped this podcast six episodes on time every Thursday, 7 a.m., Special is that right? Seven a.m. every every well every other Thursday, yeah. Every other Thursday, seven a.m. We shipped this podcast. This is no exception. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, you should learn. <laughs> Special thanks to Ty Spires, who has been the producer of this podcast. Ty has stuck with us through the ups and downs. He has stuck with us through terrible audio, as well as us basically having zero time because we don't have any time, right? And just a really big thank you to him for being as patient as he has been with us and and helping out with all aspects of production. He's just, he's done a bang up job. 
And as a final note on season one, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Janice's jog that's coming up mm-hmm. July 10th in memory of Janice Morell, mm-hmm. who unfortunately did lose her battle with Alzheimer's this year. Yep. She passed away as a result of a long battle. If it wasn't directly from Alzheimer's, but she did have dementia and that was definitely a contributing factor. So we are doing Janice's jog, July 10th, Johnson City on the Tweetsie Trail. All proceeds go to Alzheimer's Tennessee and Alzheimer's Northeast, which deals with directly with families and for familial help, especially Alzheimer's Northeast, who has a very special place in my wife and her family's heart because of the help and assistance they gave during Janice's, Janice's time towards the end there. And throughout, so all that money will stay local for the most part. And, you know, it does go to Alzheimer's Tennessee, which is statewide, but a lot of it does stay local. But the the main thing is that 100% of it is going towards Alzheimer's research and familial health. Real proud of that and look forward to it. Anybody who listens to this, hope that you can come out, walk, stroll, jog. It will be a timed race. So you can get a, a time dud and everything. And you also will get a shirt. 35 bucks is the entry fee. Like I said, all of that goes towards Alzheimer's Research and Familial Health. And you do get a t-shirt in addition. Awesome. Yeah, really looking forward to that. And also just to circle back on something that we touched on earlier, I did lose a couple of uncles over the last year. And Stan definitely had that entrepreneurial spirit. So anything that comes of this, anything that we do is in memory of him as well. Because it has been a tough, tough time for a lot of people. But we're on the we're on the far side of it. I think well, we're coming through. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, certainly with the mass mandate being lifted and stuff like that. So I just I wanted to remember him and to dedicate my part of this podcast and this first season to the memory of Stan. Yeah, and everybody who was, you know, we joke about it a little bit, but in all seriousness, everybody who is affected by COVID and a negative, like we certainly in no means are trying to put a positive spin on that. Like I said, we were very fortunate and blessed that it did not affect us as much as it did some people. Sure. It did affect some people in, in ways that I can't even imagine. So all of our thoughts and and prayers go out to those people as well and like andrew said we're on the other side of it now and hopefully we can all move forward in a post-covid world scheming in a post-covid world that's the goal almost like walking in memphis walking in wind what was the word again ootween ootween yeah make sure you go to ksands.com ootween how do you spell it oh you don't u-i-t you guys can google it but it's u-i-t-w-e-e-n i think there may be a couple of new I's and E's in there. So, so if you could sum up this, this season one in one sentence, 10 words or less. On the spot, on the I would spot. say a learning experience shared with friends and, I don't know, a learning experience shared with friends learning experience shared with friends. I think so because I I can, obviously I consider you very good friend of mine and others that have reached out to me, people that I haven't heard from in years 
have reached out and said, hey man, I listen to your podcast. Audio is pretty terrible, but everything else is pretty good. I'm joking about that. Part. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, like that's, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a learning experience with friends because we've learned a lot. We thought we knew a lot. We learned how much we didn't know and it's been good. What about you? I would say that don't do weird things in your backyard because Andrew will assume you're performing boot me. I'm going to get this guy on the side gas and I'm going to have him say that's what, that's what he was doing. I promise you. I really want you to do that. Okay. I, I really would love for you to ask him. How many times have you, but now be, be honest here. How many times have we been in this exact same situation where I'll say, this is happening, this is going on. And you'll say, I don't believe you. And then later you say, no, more than once. You know, that's true. No, it's hundred percent accurate. <laughs> no. It, I mean, there's been many times where Andrew's been like, I've seen it a hundred times before. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know if that's what's really going on. And then lo and behold, that is exactly what's going on. Lo and behold. But you know, this is a different situation. All right. Fair enough. That'll be the mystery. The mystery of Oot Wayne. And I, I, yeah, and I, you know, there's always something on this podcast that you say that I'm just like, I can never get past it. And this one, obvious. This one is, it's just so crazy that that's what you assume this man was doing. Well, okay. And odds are, this probably was what he was doing. Yeah. And we'll come back and, and, and you'll tell me. They'll say, oh yeah, Oot Wayne, this is my backyard. <laughs> yeah. Andrew digs a hole in the backyard I'm walking with. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, it's, it really has been a pleasure. Thank you to Justin for, you know, going along with this crazy idea. At the beginning of COVID, I said, man, I feel like we need to do a podcast. And you were kind of like, podcast? So I appreciate that. Obviously, there's more to come. I hope everyone has a great, safe, happy summer. Much better than summer 2020. Let's make summer 2021, you know, the, the best one yet. Absolutely. It's already hot. It's already burning up. And with that, we're going to close out this first inaugural season of of scheming with the sign off. Everyone, keep scheming.